Amen. And the word of the Lord says, 2 Kings chapter 20, verses 1 through 11. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death, and the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amon, of Amaz, came to him and said to him, Thus saith the Lord, set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. And it came to pass, afore Isaiah was gone out into the middle court, that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee. On the third day thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord. And I will add unto thy days fifteen years, and I will deliver thee in this city out of the hand of the king of Syria. And I will defend thee sake for my servant David's sake and Isaiah said take a lump of figs and they took and laid it on the in the on the boil and he recovered and Hezekiah said unto Isaiah what shall be the sign that the Lord will heal me and that I shall go up into the house of the Lord the third day and Isaiah said this sign shall thou have of the Lord that the Lord will do the thing that he spoken shall the shadow go forth 10 degrees or go back 10 degrees and Hezekiah answered, it is a light thing for the shadow to go down 10 degrees. Nay, but let the shadow return backwards 10 degrees. And Isaiah the prophet cried unto the Lord, and he brought the shadow 10 degrees backward, by which it had gone down in the dial of Ahaz. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Say amen when you have it. And God said, let there be light in the fermentations of the heavens. Give me a second, y'all. Let me put some glasses on. Divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons, for days and years. And let them be for light in the firmaments of the heavens to give light upon this earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the great light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night, and made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth and to rule over the days and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness and God said that it was good in the evening and the morning before the fourth day. Amen? Amen. We're speaking about the celebrated covenant. Amen? Amen? You get to understand that when we begin to talk about time and space, God stood outside of time and space. Yes, he, did. He, stood, yeah. he stood out in, in, in uh, well, I'm gonna block there. Oh man. We operate in chronological time. God operate in what's the word? 
excuse me. I got a block there for some reason. It's all right. Amen. 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 Well, anyway, we operate in chronological time. God steps outside of time. Mm-hmm. You see, God must come back into chronological time in order to assist us as he stays out. But when I say outside of time, he can see past, present, and future. So he can operate things. He can stop time and he can move time the way he wants to move time. Because he is the creator of time. Amen? Amen. He gives it to light for the seasons, for days and nights. We may understand the changes that are going on for time. Because man himself is on a time clock within his body. His body is supposed to 70 years. So at the end of 70 years, you will pass 70 years, you are in grace and mercy. God's blessing you. Amen? Amen. So we have, we, have a, we have a gentleman named Hezekiah, King Hezekiah. Sick. Dying. Running the Lord about how good he has been to him. So he begins to turn himself towards the wall while he's laying in his bed, begin to cry out to the Lord for how good he was to him, about the things that he had done. Amen? Amen. We think that's the miracle. That's, to me, that's not the miracle. Well, we think that's the miracle. That's not the miracle. Because when God tells Isaiah to go back and tell him that I'm going to add 15 years to his life, will you think that's the miracle? Yeah. No, that's not the miracle. Well, we know God can have 15 years because God's our creator. Amen? Amen? Since he created us, then he can fix us. Amen? Amen. He formed us, right? Amen. So everything about us, he already knows about us. That can be fixed. So God knows about this. I'm not concerned with that. We can pray right now. God can heal us immediately because he already knows what's wrong with us. Even when we begin to pray to him. Amen? Amen. But the 15 years, he says he's going to give him. 15 years. He said, but I'm going to give you a sign. I'm going to make the shadow back up. Well, that's time. Can God stop time? Yes, he can. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can he change time? Yeah. So he stopped time for this one man. Through his turmoil, through his, through his trauma with the Assyrians going on at this point, attacking him, God stopped the Assyrians from attacking him, pushed them off. So he can assist this man. So why do you think God can't help you in your time and needs at your house, in your home, with your phone ringing, you know, people attacking you, and your job ain't right, your kids ain't right, this ain't right? Through your sickness, you think God can't help you? You think God can't help you because sometimes God doesn't work immediately, but he gives you time? You don't get that. He gives you time to get things correct, to get things right. We don't see it. We want God to come into our home. We want God to repair everything and do things the way it's supposed to be. But we don't understand that he did do what he said he was going to do. He gave you time to get it right. When he gave you time to get it right, he gave you the ability to fix what's wrong. Amen. Even on your job and stuff like that, you got time. You know, sometimes in your job, they say, well, we're going to get rid of you. That you want the chopping box to be fired. But do you wonder why you're still there? Because right. God giving you time God to repair it. To, to repair it. it. Mm-hmm. He's giving you time to get yourself together. Mm-hmm. You wonder why sometimes you get to your house, your bills are collected, knocking on your doors, and, and things don't happen. Things are moving, moving the way it's supposed to move. But yet you say, well, I'm still here. God gave you what? Time. He stopped time and moved time to give you extra time to do what you need to do. He knew it was coming to you. 
He knows what you're able to take care of. He knows what he's giving you to take care of, what he's giving you to work with. But sometimes you need more time for it to be done. Amen? But he's giving you time so you continue to have your faith, continue praying, and believe in him. Don't break prayer. Stay in prayer, stay in your faith, because time. In the beginning, I speak like Kairos time. I couldn't remember it was Kairos time. God operates in Kairos time. We operate in chronological time. See, God operates in time, appointed time. See, this appointed time, appointed place for us to be at. And God's already there. He operates in that time. He operates outside of chronological time in space. Watching and looking, watching and looking. Amen? Amen. But he already has a place for you to point it to be. He's going to be there. You have to get there. You wonder why sometimes someone tells you, well, I got to be at some, I don't know why I got to be there, but I got to be there. Even though there's a church conference or something going on, or I, 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 I got to be there. So disappointed time, place for you to be. Sunday morning, come to the church, disappointed time for you to be. Amen. You understand? Wednesday, Bible says it's a point in time for you to be. Because God's already there waiting on you. We think it's just a place to go to study. We think it's just a place to go to be seen. No, God's there waiting. It's a point in time. But he has set for you to be there. See, that's the same thing with your home. It's just a point in time for everything that goes on in your house. That's why he gives you time. It's a point in time. It ain't time for you to pay your bill yet. God ain't set for time. But over here, the money comes and comes in abundance, but you can overpay your bill. It's time. Am I, am I making any sense to you guys? You're hearing what I'm saying? See, the, the problem is, we're walking around here still killing and beating up each other because we don't understand that sometimes it's not going to come when you want it, not on your time, but on God's time. If we begin to realize that and we begin to wait and see what God is doing, God's going to take you in advance and put you where you need to be. It's all about time. Because he controls time. When we don't begin to understand that, we run on our own mindset of what we want to do. So when we run on our own mindset of what we want to do, we begin to fall and fail because... It hasn't been time for it to happen yet. We push it forward. There's many times we take people, we place them in, in positions and places that they shouldn't be because we feel it's time yet, but it's not time for them to be there yet. And when they get into that position, we want what happened. You took somebody novice and you put them in a position that they're not ready for yet. So it wasn't time for them to be there yet. Time is important in our lives. We, we, we don't think but time is important in our lives. We must begin to recognize that time is very important. Quit wasting time. Generally, when we're young, we run through time because we figure we got plenty of time. We don't begin to respect time until we get about 50 years old. Right. 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 50 years old, we recognize time is important to us because we yeah. begin to notice that we begin to slow down. Amen. We can't see that good anymore. We can't run that fast anymore. No. Can't hear that good anymore. Amen. We wonder what's going on with us. We begin to realize the time is running out. A change is coming. And the thing about it is, some of us recognize the change and, be, and begin to understand this appointed time we got to be. And that point in time is going to be it's in front of the altar when they land down. Then there's some of us who don't realize that it's time to straighten yourself back up and get, and get there. They continue running in the streets, continue doing what they're doing, not believing that there's a, there's a change coming. The change is coming is that we're not longer going to be here. It's going to be a big change. One day you're going to wake up, you're going to be in heaven, you're going to be in hell. So you have to begin to understand that time is running out. You have to make a decision about what you want to do. God has given you the time. He can give you 50, 60, 70 years to make up your mind. 
And the thing is, sometimes you try to make, make your mind to the last minute. You can't wait till the last minute. Take your time now and choose. You have to choose who, 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 who you're going to serve. Time is important. I know. I just wish. I did have the time back when I was young. I wish. I had the time and understanding that I have now, but, but, but if you take me back, if you can take, move time back from me, take me back to where I was young, I would make the mistakes I'm making now. I would understand how important time was back then. Why he made time for us to be in, to give us a chance to develop, to give us a chance to be. Your time you become a child, <coughs> a baby, a child. A young adult, don't you all adult? Then you come elderly, then you come dead, deceased, no longer here. Time ran out. Maybe saying dead and deceased might be kind of harsh, but that's where we are. Sleep sounds better. But what God is what it's going to be, it's time for us to leave here. We begin to realize that he already had set it up for us. You're born as a baby. You become a toddler. Am I right? Become a teenager. Amen? Become a young adult. And everything, everything is programmed for your knowledge and your wisdom to be there. All right? To become a man or a woman. Right? Then you come as an elderly person. Am I right? Yeah. All that was based on time. But it's on Quran and all of the time, not God's time. God's time is, is everywhere. There's, there's no difference in this time. But our time begins to change. There's a beginning and an end in our time. But in God's time, there is no beginning, there is no end. We run out. He's everlasting because he's a spiritual being. We return to a spiritual being at the end of our time. When we pass, when we die, death hits us, we return back to our spiritual being, our true self. When we think about our soul is who we are, our flesh is just a car because I operate here in the world, but the truth is your soul. So when time runs out, it separates again. It goes back to dust, the body does. And your soul goes back to the spirit realm. Amen? It goes to heaven or it goes where it's going. I, I always say when, when, you, when you pass, your body is laying in the casket of the shell. Right, the shell. Your, your soul is going well, it's either up, right. if you're with, if you're with God, right. down if you're not. Right. You're, you're just laying there and, and your body is just a, a shell. That's I, it. I tell my family, you know, I tell them to. I say, like my mom dies, you know, when she dies, my mom just her body's a shell right there. Mm-hmm. You know, we we know that you know God's going to either take them up there or right. going down here. Right. You know, people, but but generally, you know yourself. That body is just a shell. But generally, you know yourself what a person is going. You know the person's livelihood and what they did. Huh? Generally, you know yourself what a person is going. We assume we assume that we know. Right. We know. God makes a final decision. We assume that we know. We assume that we know. Right. You know. But he gives us time 
through a lifetime period to assure herself that we'll be with him. And some of us don't want to go, some of us do want to go, but some of us don't want to look up to the last minute, but it's the work you get to put in. Amen? You can say that you love God. Amen? You can say that you love God. You do anything you want for God, right? We won't give God a dime. A time is not what he asked for. He said 10% of your earnings. All right? But you won't give him a dime of your money. Your heart's not with him. Your heart's with your money. You understand? 60 years he's been waiting on you to give him a dime. And you won't give him a dime. I talked to a whole lot of people, and I said, they, said, they tell me the same thing. Well, mine's my, in, my, in my work. No, 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 no. Well, I work too, but still I still pay my tithes. My, my time is, is in my commitment. Well, I'm committed too, but I still pay my tithes. Because the word says for me to pay my tithes. So how is he going to keep his house open? But you'll cry and beg to him when something happens to your house to come and save your home, am I right? But you won't help his house. But you have 60 years of time to get yourself together. It's time, y'all. It's time to wake up. It's time to get a better understanding of time. It's time to get yourself to the point where you know who Christ is. It's time. Time is running out. It's running out for me. For everybody that's, that's not here that should be here. At the last moment, who the holler in the hospital? Who the holler for? They holler for the priest, the pastor, mm-hmm. all right, the clergy to come to the hospital and pray for them mm-hmm. when, when they realize your time is running out, right? Yeah. But the thing about it in my heart, you called for me, but for 40 years, I've been saying to you, come to the church. Yeah. For 40 years or 60 years, I've been saying to you, Come and be God. Come and be Jesus. You didn't have time. I see you every Friday, Saturday night at the bars, sitting on the bar stool, letting the snake whisper in your ear, telling you lies. I see you going out here gambling. I see you going out here doing all these other different things you got time for. But I say to you, come and be Jesus. You ain't got time. But as soon as you feel like it's time for you to go meet Jesus or whoever you're going to meet, you want to call for clergy to come and talk to you. But you have 60 years. 60 years to go and meet Jesus. You understand what I'm saying to you guys? He already set you in a chronological time base. He knew that the clock is running the clock is going to run out. But he gave you free will when he created you to choose who you serve, to choose what you want to do. You chose. But he gave you time to re-choose. He gave you time to go out there and test the waters, as they say, and come back to him. He gave you time to be sick and healed you. He gave you time to show you miracles in your life that you know it was him that did. But yet you still chose to go the other direction. What 
Well, it's time to get it right. It's time to get an understanding of whom you belong to. Time to believe where you want to go to. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Are y'all saved? Y'all ain't saying anything. I mean, it's wrong. Y'all confused? Y'all know whether you're saved or not? No. Thank you, Lord. Well, then, we need to become the same people. People out there in our world, people in our family, the same thing. There's time. Time is running out. Plant a seed in them. Water that seed. You better run towards the Lord right now. The way the world is right now, politicians are all messed up. How can you take a man, I ain't mentioning no names, how can you take a man who's in court? Had been child found, found guilty on, on some things. I paid out money, but yet still gonna make him president. Yeah. Y'all tell me something. What kind of world we living in? Time is running out. The Antichrist is on his way. If he ain't already here. The world's coming to an end. It's showing you that right now. It has no morals anymore. Yeah, the world has no morals right now. Time is running out. If we don't gather ourselves together as a church, begin to pray together as one mind as a church, and begin to understand that time is running out even for us, you know, we ain't going to make it. A whole lot of us ain't going to make it to heaven. We had the time to correct what we did to make things right. Amen? Amen. So I pray that you get yourself together and realize that it's time to be one with Christ. Amen.